Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. Business. We back in business. Business. We back in business. Oh, business. Sing it with me, y'all. Business. 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 That was y'all singing back? No? Okay. <laughs> What's good with y'all? This is another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. Hey, I got the best audience out there, so y'all know what y'all should be doing, right? Well, what you waiting for? Give yourself a gosh darn round of applause. And yes, I said gosh darn because I'm working on the cussing. Look, man, if they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all. From the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. And good Lord, there's a lot of in-betweeners out there. Wow. Do y'all agree? No? All right. Anyway. <laughs> Hell of them. Anyway, for my tubers, though, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all are out there. You feel me? Ado. For my potters, though. I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on iHeartRadio, and I'm on Spotify. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT, and bam, I pop right up. All right, let's get right into the topic of the day. And the topic of the day consists of our response to us harming our own group. I'm talking about us as black people. Okay. Yes. Us, man. The way we respond to when we when we harm our own group. And look at man. All the things that's been conspiring this week, man, is all been is is been just tragedy, just sad, just you know, from the Tyree uh Nichols situation, man, R. Peter Burbro to the you know, the the five to I think it's six. I think they had another one, but like the five cops that beat that young black brother to death. Um, they were police officers that did this. And they were all black uh, police officers. This happened in Memphis. To the mass shootings that have been happening within the Asian community with their um, their their elders, their older Asian men have been doing mass shootings amongst their own community, which all of this has been tragedy, right? But the response that the groups are giving is vastly different. And I hear this, you know, a lot between black people, but this, but like LeBron James, right? You know, to some, he'd be considered the GOAT. To some, he's like a prominent voice to, to, to I guess, black people, because, you know, he's an athlete that make hella money and shit. I guess that's who our spokesman is, which really ain't our spokesman. But, like, when he said that we are our own worst enemy, and that's what I'm getting to. 
our response to us inflicting harm to our own group. We always hear this shit. We are our own worst enemy. We are not our own worst enemy. Stop that bull malarkey. It sounds stupid and ignoranous. LeBron. I absolutely you, dog. I think you're one of the goats. Cause let's stop this whole there's one goat. No, there are many goats, okay? You see them all the time, eating grass and shit. It'd be hella goats. Anyway. But this saying, bro, is just stupid. I don't like it. And we always do this as black people. Now, we're starting to get out of this. There's a lot of us to be like, no, bro, we're not our own worst enemy. Just because black people do something to other black people. You know why? Because you do things in proximity of where you live at. So, most people are going to live amongst black people. Because they're black. Most Asian people are going to live amongst Asian people. They're Asian. As we see. The, the the mass shootings with the Asian community. There is no prominent Asian figure like a Joe Coy or some shit. That mother effer didn't come out and be like, man, we all do this to our own kind, bro. We got to stop it, bro. I didn't see an influx of Asian people being on their social medias talking about, man, it's always us, our own kind, man. Oh, we got to stop shooting each other, bro. We got to stop doing this stuff to ourselves. Oh, my God. No. They don't say that shit. I didn't hear none of that. You know what they were saying? Oh, this is a tragedy. This is this is sad what's going on. You feel me? This is This is a terrible thing that has happened to us. You feel me? Not one time did they ever say, we do it to ourselves, we're our own worst enemy. They never look at themselves as their own worst enemy. Now they look at it as like, we got some bad apples in the goddamn mix. But we never consider ourselves our own worst enemy. But us as black people. Let me change that. Most black people. Because I hear this is a very talking point when it comes to most black people. Now some of us black people, we turn in this, such as me. You feel me? I'm trying to turn this narrative. Because we are not our own worst enemy. Think about it. We are not our own worst enemy. Who's put us through grueling goddamn tragedies or put us into this system that we got to live in? And I ain't saying white people. I'm saying white supremacy. Because there's people, as you can see, what happened in the Tyree Nicole... Uh, Nichols situation, my bad if I'm butchering bro, 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 name and R. Peter, bro, he shouldn't have never been killed in the first place of a, just a, it was just a routine goddamn stop. It was like, bro, really? Y'all beat this man to death? But that's the thing. We are not our own worst enemy. White supremacy is our enemy. The institutions that is weaving and woven through white supremacy is our enemy. As you can see, the five Five officers that that did this were black. But they had that white ideology, that, that white supremacy, that hatred that's woven in you to self-hate. Yeah. It's the institution. I ain't gonna get into the 
oh, black cops and white cops. We know black cops could be worse than white cops. We get it. But why? Because the institution, which debunks LeBron shit and LeBron, bruh, yo, you, you, bruh, I asked with you basketball and like, you know, the last thing you said with the Jerry Jones thing, but this, this was asinine, bro. We're not our own worst enemy. It's the institutions that are moving in with white supremacy. See how I keep saying white supremacy? Because there's some white people out there that don't be on that white supremacy shit. But a good majority of them is, and they in position of power, are other races of people that aren't white, but are in position of power that take up this white ideology, white supremacy mindset, do stuff like this that happened to Tyreek with the five officers. That's why we're not our own worst enemy. And when we do that, we start having this mindset where like, well, if that person looked like me and we're our own worst enemy, I got to hate, bro. Or the whole thing where it's like, oh, if this is my own worst enemy, I can't work with bro. Because if it's my own worst enemy, why would I work with my enemies? Think about this mindset. Think about what you're putting out there. That's why we got to stop this whole shit where we are our own worst enemy. No, no, no. There's going to be bad apples in the darn group. You feel me? That's going to do stuff to their own people. It happens. It happens. Our response to this got to be different, though, man. We can't keep saying we're our own worst enemy. Especially LeBron, you, you, you have this big, massive platform, and when you say this, believe it or not, LBJ, it's not even us as black people. It's other races that look at this and then bring up talking points of why we shouldn't get certain things. You're doing it to your own kind. You're your own worst enemy. Listen, you have other groups looking at that like, well, if they saying and look at y'all, like, stop that shit with saying we are our own worst enemy. Also, I put it within our group. When you say that, LeBron, you have little black boys and girls that look up to you. And when you hear that we are our own worst enemy, then they look at each other as the enemy, which shouldn't be the case. We should be working together, working with each other. We're always going to have a bad uh, batch of apples, bruh. Every group has that. You just seen it in the Asian community with the mass shootings. But not one mother effer done said we do this to ourselves. We're our own worst enemies. None of them. None of the prominent Asian people in the Asian communities, when it comes to either their actors, their spokesmen, their politics, none of them say that. None of them. So shut that bull malarkey up. I'm tired of it. Tired of saying, stop saying it. Okay? Man. That's what we got to stop it, bruh. LeBron, yeah, <laughs> I don't want you to shut up and dribble, 
But sometimes before you speak, may, maybe dribble a basketball and get, get your thoughts. And, 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 you know, I'd be like, man, maybe I don't know if I should say this. You feel me? Yeah. All right. My sources that I got this from. Life. Social media. History. We don't know back then. Even before the whole slave plantation shit, which they try to be like, that's the beginning of our history as black people, which it ain't. Let's take it back to the Moors. You feel me? Moors mean black, okay? Black people back then. They had a couple of bad apples in that got in the group, in the Moors group. But did they focus on that? Hell no. They ain't never say we are our worst enemy. They're like, uh, they're bad batch. Ostracize them, forget them. Don't talk about them. Just cut them out. You feel me? But we not our own worst enemy. Mm-mm. There's always going to be some bad apples in the group, right? And I know I'm using apples a lot because people remember apples. Apple Jack. Apple Dapple. Apple Mac. But yeah, man, this is where I got my sources, man. And I just wanted to bring up this subject because it it ties into so much of what's going on. And I want us as black people to view us as great and not into this type of light. And we have to stop saying we're our own worst enemy when we're not our own worst enemy. The enemy is, as you can see, is goddamn like white supremacy and white ideology of white supremacy. You feel me? Like. Bruh, this that that's our that's our enemy. And it was shown through this tragic situation when it comes to Tyree Tyree Nichols, man. RP to that brother. And then it also showed like the mindset, like RP to them people of the mass shooting in the Asian community, but you see how their response is totally different than ours. Just food for thought. I <laughs> see what I did there, apples, food for thought. Alrighty then. <laughs> Anyway, let's get into the next segment right here, and we about to get into the SAF segment. And today, the movie that I'm about to review or react to, whatever floats your boat, and this is on Netflix. I'm about to review You People. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was written and stuff by Jonas Hill. Yeah, you know what I mean? And uh, let me hit you with the Stiziats. First, and then I hit you with the cast. All right. So the stats was, you know, IMDb gave it a 5.6, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 45%, and the people gave it a 72%. And uh, I can't believe I'm about to agree with my bros Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. I can't believe I'm about to agree with y'all. This, to me, this really wasn't a good movie at all. Now, it had great parts. You feel me? Had like them sometimes them Steph Curry uh half court three moments, you feel me? But overall, this really wasn't a good movie. So to the people, y'all gave it 72%, which in reality is a C. So I mean, I guess I agree with y'all too. It ain't really a good outcome, you feel me? This this wasn't a really good movie, you feel me? So frick y'all. I agree with y'all. You feel me? Now the cast 
was star-studded. They had one hell of a cast, you feel me? They had, uh, like I said, Jonah Hill, who wrote it. He was Ezra Cohen. They had Eddie Murphy. He was Akbar Muhammad. Then they had Lori London. She was Amiri Muhammad, which was the daughter of Akbar. Then you had Julia Lewis, the, the Frost, or Dre Frost. Sorry, Elaine. If your mama call you Elaine, I'm going to call you Elaine. And it's Elaine from Seinfeld. You feel me? She played Shelly Cohen, which is the mother Irzer Cohen. Then you had Nia Long. You feel me? And she was Fatima Muhammad. She was the husband of Akbar Muhammad and the mother of uh, Amir Muhammad. They also had Davy. Uh, I said Davy. My bad. David. I <laughs> don't <you> vomit. <laughs> He was Arnold Cohen. He was the father of Israel. And then, you know, they had other cast members. They had Sam J. He, uh, she was Mo. I almost said he. Does she want to be considered he? I don't know. I'm going to say she. Tell corrected. Uh, she was the best friend of Israel. Then they had Taco. He was Omar Muhammad, which was the brother of Amir Muhammad. And they also had Mike Epps. He was EJ Muhammad, which was the uncle. You feel me? And they had other more, you feel they had hella people, bro. This was a star-studded cast, you feel me? And um for it to be this star-studded, I can't believe this movie was this terrible. God damn, people! Oh my god, bro. Y'all about to get the big poo. Golly, how do y'all have and this just goes to show you, like, you could have a star-studded cast, but if the storyline is janky and weak as hell, and like I can't, the acting was was pretty good. Like, the acting was cool, you feel me? But the storyline was just very cringy, was weak as hell, and it destroyed the movie. That's why I made it. Poo! Jesus! Good Lord! Made it terrible. But yeah, the stars of the cast, man, they had one hell of a cast. And, um, like I said, like, I think the bright parts of this movie was whenever Eddie Murphy, Akbar Muhammad, and whenever Eddie Murphy was on screen, literally so funny. No matter what scene he was in, legend, let's give Eddie Murphy some goddamn air horns. Because essentially, he turned he turned this terrible movie into an okay movie, in my eyes. Him and Mike Epps, oh my god. When they were on scene, especially together... Oh my god, hilarious. Save the movie. Oh my goodness. This made it so funny when they were on scene. Jeez, Eddie Murphy still got it. Mike Epps got it too, bro. Hey, arrow horns for y'all too, bro. Y'all two of the greats, man. And me as a I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a comedian, but other people do. Me as a digital comedian, you know, I gain inspiration from y'all. You feel me? So they made a terrible movie okay, because they were so funny in it, and they made it true. But the rest of the cast members, like, they acted really well. They were, like, their antics and movement, because they all kind of comedians, so they know how to, you know, move how a comedian's supposed to in scene and stuff like that. But I think the jokes and the way the comedy was coming off was very cringy. Like, one of the first things, and I was like, oh, God, it's going to be one of those type of movies, huh? So, uh, Mo, which I said played by Sam J. Mo, it's like, Irza has a podcast. Oh, yeah, God. 
Y'all don't have a podcast. Y'all have a show that y'all put on podcast form. All that big-ass production y'all had, y'all kept calling it a damn podcast. It was cringy. It was like, oh, everybody's doing a podcast. Uh, oh, my God, bro. I'm tired already. And it was the first five minutes in the movie. And Mo says this line right here. Yeah, man. You know, I love my, you know, my, my, my President Obama when we had our President Obama. You feel me? But, you know, Obama was doing coke. And I'm like, what? Jesus Christ. So this is the type of movie we about to get into, okay? And uh, <laughs> I'm like, why don't y'all talk about, I mean, the current president, Joe Biden? I mean, he probably more likely doing coke than Obama. You feel me? But uh, we got to go to Obama doing coke, and you know what I mean? Maybe he was. I don't know. But this was the type of cringy comedy what was coming out of it. And I was just like, oh, my God, bro. And basically, the plot of the movie was interracial dating. That's it. That's the plot of the damn movie. Interracial dating. Ezra is dating Amir Muhammad, which she is a, a Muslim woman. You hear me? You know, played by Lori London. Light-skinned hottie. You know, Ezra is like this, uh, this white, dorky man, but he's all about the culture. And that was cringy, too. I was so tired of them saying the culture. And I was so glad when Eddie Murphy character was like, do you mean black culture? I was like, thank you. Because it's not the culture. Because the thing is about it's like it get. When y'all say shit like that. And it's like y'all y'all white people and y'all say, oh, I'm doing it for the culture. I'm doing it for the culture. And it's like. And you just explain basically black culture and it, it kind of was sad because they only basically were saying that black culture was music and fashion literally <laughs> like shoes like black people culture not music and shoes god damn it anything else it ain't ain't black culture music shoes and jokes so i'm like you, you mother <laughs> but yeah it kept saying the culture and it's like no it's black you're taking from black culture because you're talking just about Black subject matters, really. You feel me? You ain't talking, Jonas Hill, you ain't talking about Elvis. You ain't talking about the Beastie Boys. Huh? You ain't talking about Brett Favre and his wrongdoing. Y'all ain't saying nothing of that. You feel me? No. So I was just talking about like black culture. So that was another thing that was very cringy. What else was cringy was Israel was Jewish. And Akbar Muhammad, you know, Muslim. And it's like black people versus white people, the black people versus Jewish people. And, you know, they having their battle and their coat. And I'm just like, oh, they're at the dinner table and like they're trying to come together. It's like, oh my God, black people button with Jewish people. Oh, the Holocaust or slavery, which was worse. Oh my goodness. Dolly lottie dotty dotty. I'm like, oh my god. So cringy, bruh. Oh man. Y'all can win the cringe awards though. Good lord. Y'all cringy like that big African dude that be bucking like a mug and dancing and he dancing for chicken in front of white folks and stuff. 
What's his name? Big Suave? Big Swoove? Big Who? I don't give a damn what his name is. Big, you're doing coonery stuff looking like a coon. In front of white folks, bro. Cringy. So that was another thing that was cringy. It was a whole like, you know, oh, we have our differences, but we're going to use Jewish people and black people that's Muslim and they butt heads. And it's like, oh, God. And another thing was mad cringy was like, and this was played by uh, Molly Gordon, and she was Lisa Cohen. She was the Scissor Isra. I just, because <sighs> she's like lesbian, and it's like, oh, here we go. Just throw cringiness. Like, yo, it's very, like, the Velma show, and I'm going to review that too. And it's like, y'all throwing all these polarized issues from the LGBTQ to the black people going against Jewish people and all this. These polarizing issues, you're just throwing it in our face and you're trying to make it a comical shit. Interracial dating, polarizing issues. It's like, bruh, bruh, really? Really? Oh my God, bro. Oh! And this sucks though, because... I'm telling you, this was a star-studded calf, and the acting wasn't bad. Like, y'all y'all did y'all think. Acting-wise, it was just a story writing. The, the jokes. It was cringy. I'm like, oh, God. Really? Like, oh. Like, her character, LGBTQ. Had to throw that in there. You feel me? Yeah, Sam J. Moe's, like, LGBTQ. And it was a whole thing where, like, Israel only black friend is her the rest of his friends is white and borderline racist actually basically was racist you feel me they had like andrew schultz play avi cohen which is probably like the cousin or whatever you know and they were right-wing conservatives i'm like god bro why like this all of this was just so cringy they had the polarizing issues from the left of the left to the right of the right, and just like, good lord, cringe tastic, Jesus. That's why this movie was just okay. Because I'm telling you, Eddie Murphy and Mike Epps, when they was on camera together and they were joking, I was laughing my ass off. But when all the rest of them were on, I was like, oh, it's the, it's not them, it's the writing, the type of jokes, man, cringy. And the whole interracial dating, like, my culture is different than yours. We can't get together. And then at the end, it's like, oh, they see their differences. Like, Eddie Murphy, Akbar, he was very, he was acting like an a-hole. He was. I was like, bro, you're not giving Israel a chance. But was he really acting like an a-hole? Because Israel was trying to fake the funk to be cool to her dad instead of being himself. Why can't I see, like, why, bro, like, why it had to be the white dude that's like, quote-unquote hip he has the latest jays on or the latest air max and damn dressed in with the drip why can't you be a, a motherfucker wearing boat shoes you feel me you look like a bird that's gonna be on a, the white boy that's gonna be on a yacht but you just like black women and you like our black culture why couldn't it be like that you feel me like you had to look like like jones hill had to look like the bruh appropriating the culture. That's why Mike Epps joke was so fitting. Called him the white berry white. Yeah, bruh. You're trying to, trying to appropriate. I guess that was, that was another thing that was so cringy. 
Like, oh, the appropriation of culture. Oh, God. All right, bro. And basically, at the end, Israel and Amir, they're like the parents of them, you know, Shelly and Akbar, they come together. You know, it's like, yo, my daughter and your son love each other, you know. Let's have them at a wedding. Now they had a wedding in the sneaker shop. Like, oh my God. How come they couldn't have the wedding in like some, some Jewish spot? What? Like, you feel, you feel what I'm saying? Like, well, it's for the culture, the, the black culture. And it's like, really? Like, y'all should. I mean, they try to tie it together. I don't know. I'm done with this. All right. You, you people. You people. Yeah. Goddamn. What are y'all doing? Jesus. This is so cringeworthy, man. It was a cringe watch, bro. But hey, man. Shout out to the legends, man. Eddie Murphy and Mike Epps. Y'all get air horns again. Y'all made a terrible movie okay. Good Lord. Wow. But anyway, man. That was uh, that was you people on Netflix. Hey. Watch it. Tell me how you feel. <laughs> Golly. Anyway. Y'all know what time it is? Ooh wee! It is meme time, time, and I got some juicy memes for y'all. In the first one, got SpongeBob. He got the pencil, and he's like writing. He's like, hmm, I'm writing this down right. He got the look. <laughs> and it reads, when people tell you to drop the negative people in your life, but you are the negative people. In your life. Oh! So do you drop yourself? Good lord! Now it's like, be yourself. And you be yourself, you're like, God damn it, I'm negative. I'm negative, Nancy. I'm negative, Ned. Oh, lord of lord. <laughs> wow. Yeah, how do you combat that? Hmm? Y'all let me know, people. Let me know out there. How do you combat that? Huh? Cause I don't know. Next meme I got. I got fry. Mm-hmm. From a Futurama. And it reads. Not sure if I'm awkward because of the situation. Or the situation is awkward because of me. <laughs> Bruh. I feel this sometimes. I'll be like, bruh. I'm making this situation mad awkward right now, and I know it. <laughs> I'm the awkward one. Oh, why? Why? Ah. <laughs> yeah, man. I be mad awkward sometimes. Or sometimes I step into an awkward situation, and I feel comfortable. What? That was a sound effect I'm going to drop right there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now we got the person from Split. You know what I mean? The main character. And he looking like. Mm. Remember his look? All creepy ass. And it reads. When people ask you why you aren't as talkative as you are on text. And then read below. That wasn't me. That was Patricia. <laughs>
It's all Patricia. It's Patricia. That's Patricia. You're talking to a whole different person. Oh my God, bro! Wow. Yeah, man. You'd be like, I'm gonna hit somebody with that text one day. I'm like, bro, why are you texting me all that weird stuff? That wasn't me. That was Luke. The hell is going on? Mm, my alter ego. Oh man, y'all might see that on the couch. Oh my god, bro. Oh memes, gotta love them. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I got the best audience out there, so y'all know what y'all should be doing, right? Well, what you waiting for? Give yourself a round of applause, people. If they watching, we stay learning. Yeah. And I appreciate all y'all. From the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. And good Lord, there's a lot of in-betweeners out there. Wow. Well, anyway. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal. A.K.A. The Black Seinfeld. A.K.A. Magic X. Hey. For my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming, but just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub, sub a share, share a comment, comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? For my potters though, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, and I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gap or Kamal Johnson ENT and BAM! I'll pop right up. Okay, man, I appreciate all y'all. From the ugly to the beautiful to the in-betweeners. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> also appreciate my sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% African cotton. I guarantee a Boucho sex appeal up by, let's say, 22%. And look here, if it look good on me, it's going to look good on your in-between ass, okay? And on that note, y'all have a good day, good evening, good whenever it is y'all consuming this content. Have a good one of it. And on that note, I'm about to be out. Peace out, y'all. Man, you people, that movie, oh my god! Cringy McCream hits. Come on, Jonas Hill. Do better, baby. <laughs> this was good. This was good. Ooh, yeah.